Glasgow Life delivers a disability sport programme that engages both children and adults with disabilities in a range of fun, inclusive activities. Our fantastic team of coaches and staff make sure that all participants are welcomed along and have a great time. From our neurodivergent play gym and soft play sessions through to our children's activities, which include para-football and multi-sport sessions, and onto our adult programme, which offers Learn to Swim and supervised gym sessions, we really do have something for everyone. To find out more about Glasgow Life's Disability Sport Programme and activities from our partners, please visit our website at glasgolife.org.uk slash find a disability sport. This link can also be found in our show notes. Or if you have any questions or require further support, then please contact Glasgow Life and we'd be delighted to assist. This is Get Active Glasgow, brought to you by Glasgow Life. Discover a sport or activity that helps you lead a healthier life. Hi and welcome to Get Active Glasgow, brought to you by Glasgow Life in our city's year as European capital of sport. We believe that everyone deserves a great Glasgow life and our mission is to help people enjoy all of the benefits that sport and physical activity can bring. From boxing to boccia and handball to hockey, Glasgow Life is here to help you find a sport or activity that helps you live a healthier life. But it's not just about your health. Taking part in a new activity is also a great way to meet people. And who knows, you may even discover your new passion. In this series, we'll showcase the impact sport can make on our health and well-being and celebrate female role models in football. In this episode, we'll highlight some fantastic activities that make sport accessible for all. We'll meet groups making a real difference by breaking down barriers for people to get active in Glasgow and we'll find out how you can get involved. First up, we're talking golf, but not just any golf. We're talking about blind golf. Blind Golf Scotland is a charity that helps people who are registered blind to learn or continue to play golf. Scott from Glasgow Life went along to meet Barry McCluskey and he started by asking Barry how he first got involved with Blind Golf Scotland. In 2018, Scott, when I lost my sight, my specialist in the hospital, he obviously registered me blind and then the first question I asked him was about how is this going to affect my golf. My specialist in the hospital introduced me to Blind Golf Scotland. Within two hours of me leaving the hospital, he had contacted Blind Golf Scotland and within a month I was at my first tournament and I've loved it ever since. Oh, fantastic. Let's talk about your first session with Blind Golf Scotland. How did that go? Obviously, I was nervous because I'd only recently been diagnosed as registered blind and I was nervous to start with. Once I got in and met the guys and it became a revelation for me, you know, it gave me so much confidence to take up the game of golf kind of competitively yeah. and um, and also socially it was it was tremendous for me because it was like a peer group as well because I was learning off the guys, um, guys who had been registered blind a lot longer than I have yeah. I mean they were giving me wee tips on what they do in their day to day business to get just to deal with life on life's terms yeah. um, not only was it good mentally for me it was good physically for me obviously being out on the golf course so yeah. it, was a, it was a revelation so how does blind golf work? A lot of people ask that question uh, as you probably expect but there is no rule changes in blind golf from what everyday uh, person would play the only difference within blind golf, and I, I say this quite often, is that golf is a, an individual sport. But when you come to blind golf, it becomes a team sport because you rely heavily on a guide. So I have a guide on the golf course with me. So my guide will line me up. 
my guide will tell me distances to holes. My guide will tell me, you know, if there's any trees, any water, any sand. So you're relying on their information. So you need to build up that trust in your guide and it becomes a team sport because you're relying on the information they get. For Blind Golf Scotland, I want to encourage more visually impaired people to come and try try yeah. and play the game of golf. Disabled golf as a whole, I often describe it like women in golf 10 years ago. You very rarely seen a woman playing golf yeah. over the last... 10 years women in golf has progressed where we have the women's tour now and, and we have women who are role models for young girls now in 10 years time I'd love to see visual impaired and disabled golf at that level where yeah. we're getting televised events where we're seeing the best disabled and visual impaired golfers throughout the world competing and we're encouraging the next generation this wasn't here how would this impact on your life? I honestly think if um, if, if I didn't have golf in my life I don't know where I would be. Blind Golf Scotland has gave me a new lease of life. I now travel the world playing blind golf and disabled golf. I compete at a very high level and it's a revelation. And so uh, I dare think where I, where I would be if I didn't have it because it, it changed my mindset. I won the US Open in 2019, wow. which was, was a massive achievement. I'd only kind of lost my sight just under a year and I go to America and, and bring the trophy home with me. Um, I've represented Scotland on four or five occasions. So to represent your country anything is an, is an achievement and I've played in two visual impaired rider cups which we call vision cups so yeah. I've been selected for that as it stands I sit in the top 10 best visual impaired golfers in the world so I've had some some achievements over the last couple of years yeah just a few <laughs> <laughs> nah, yeah. good been good chatting to you Barry and I wish you all the best for the future thanks Scott thank, thank you, you. This is Get Active Glasgow, brought to you by Glasgow Life. Everyone deserves a great Glasgow life. Discover the benefits that sport and physical activity can bring to your life. Still to come on Get Active Glasgow, we'll be finding out about Parkinson's table tennis and we'll be scrumming into leap sport with Glasgow Raptors. But first, we're talking football. As a city that's known for giving a warm welcome to everyone, Glasgow has welcomed refugees and asylum seekers into our communities. Sport plays a big part in this welcome and can create a universal language to build friendships and knock down barriers. We went along to Corker Hill Community Hub to find out how sport can have a positive impact on the lives of young people who have been forced to live thousands of miles away from their home countries. Well, my name's Claire Park, I'm an Active Schools Coordinator. I'm based at St Paul's High School. And one day I found this um, new pupil who'd arrived at St Paul's and through a conversation, uh, I realised that he loved football. And he was an unaccompanied minor, so he basically had arrived here on his own and hadn't had any, he's not got any friends yet, and he was just really trying to fit in. And he'd been to a few football clubs, yeah. but he hadn't found anything where he felt as though he belonged. So on further research, I tried to see if there was any sort of youth football for asylum seeker refugee kids, and there wasn't. So what I decided to do through my role was to create one. So basically we run um, two sessions. We run one over at Tory Glen, which is just purely a football session through United Glasgow. And on the Friday night at Nether Creeks, we have the homework club first. Um, with the ESOL teacher in support 
And then after Homework Club, they have the opportunity to go and play football with United Glasgow. But there also is an additional um, football session to that, which runs straight after um, with Pollock United. A pupil who had just recently arrived from Sierra Leone was finding it really difficult um, and challenging in their new school environment. And they um, came along to the football one night and um, after the football, they started crying. And so I went over to speak to them. Through the conversation, I realised that the young person was just so happy. He said it was the first time he felt like being at home. And it was just through having that sense of community and sense of belonging that, that came alongside the football. And it was just a real emotional moment to see the difference that it can make to these kids. A pupil who, again, was quite isolated in their secondary school and hadn't met anyone that spoke their first language. And, he came, and this young person came along to football one night and someone else spoke in his language and his eyes just opened up and he just, he couldn't believe, you know, that he'd met somebody else that spoke his first language and now they're friends. They have a, you know, they go out together, out with the football, which is lovely. So, Joe, what's the project done for you in the, the last year that's changed your life? It's helped me gain confidence and become more extroverted and um, able to help other people with uh, different circumstances. I'd recommend this project to other people and other kids uh, since it's like able to help people with different circumstances as such as they don't have anything to play with, they're playing out in the streets or something like that. So yeah, gives them a possibility of playing football on tough grass and all that. Uh, my favourite part of all this is just able to talk to people and play yeah, play football, ping pong, tennis and all that. Yeah, obviously you've been here for over a year now. Yeah. What's your best memory? Best memory is just being able to do like set pieces in football and able to chat to others. So Claire, your project has been running for over a year. What do the kids get out of it? What I've seen is um, is a community, they've built a community, a support network. Um, we have a WhatsApp group and um, through that WhatsApp group I've been able to see, you know, friendships developing. Not only, you know, when I see it at football, but, you know, when they want to go out and play football out with these times, they message each other in the WhatsApp group. So I would say probably a, a sense of belonging and a sense of community. They have people there to support them now. Hi Tony. Hi, how are you? Good, yourself? Yeah, I'm good. How did you come about the project? I moved from Africa like a year ago and this is the first team I joined. They were so welcoming of me when I first came and just having that confidence, being having them to be there for me, so just made me gain confidence. I'm, I'm not the outgoing type of person, so with them like having a chat on WhatsApp or on Snapchat saying, do you want to go have a kick about? So I just go out with them. So, Claire, this club wasn't here for the kids, how would this impact their, their lives? Well, I think what I found when I first started doing the project was that um, for, for a lot of these pupils, they do feel quite isolated within their own um, schools and community. And I suppose I found that it was really hard for them to integrate and, and they didn't have the confidence and the self-esteem to do that. So if the project wasn't running, I don't think they would then have taken that further and, you know, went on to play for a football club. I think the whole point of this project was, you know, 
breaking down barriers, you know, breaking down costs, financial barriers, but also giving them somewhere that they, they, they felt safe and they felt nurtured um, to be able to come to play football. This is Get Active Glasgow, brought to you by Glasgow Life. With sports for everyone, find the sport that's right for you. There are opportunities for everyone to enjoy the benefits of being active in Glasgow. The city has so many fantastic organisations that offer sport for all in a fun, welcoming environment. Glasgow Raptures, Glasgow's LGBT+, inclusive rugby club and Leap Sports Scotland are breaking down barriers for LGBT communities to access, participate and excel in Scottish sports. Let's find out more. So, give us some information on Leap Sports. So, Leap Sports Scotland are uh, Scotland's LGBTQ plus sports charity. Our main aim is to break down the barriers that our community face in sport. Uh, we work across all levels at sport. We're in our own community projects that focus on uh, utilising physical activity in sport to improve mental health and well-being. How did you get involved with the club? I used to play rugby at school. Had a bit of a, a mixed relationship with it. Uh, when I was 17, uh, I took the decision to stop playing because I just didn't see me being happy playing and then coming out as a yeah. gay man as well. Um, so when I saw that someone was putting together an LGBT inclusive team in Glasgow, I was like, like yes, I want to be involved in that. Everyone knows it's an LGBT inclusive team. Yeah. So I think that really sort of drops the anxiety levels for people, for adults trying sport for the first time. How do we bring new people in? I think what you really need to focus on is making sure people are having that positive experience and then they're ambassadors to go out and bring more people in. So Nathan, let's talk about the Glasgow Raptors. If you were somebody brand new at their comfort zone and they're a wee bit apprehensive about coming along, what would you say to them to get them in to be part of all this? Just go for it. The worst thing that could happen is that you find out that rugby might not be the sport for you. And if it's not, there's other options within our club as well. Like I said, there's the touch rugby team. And also, if the sport in itself is just not for you, like we have social members as well, yeah. you're never going to know unless you try. And again, like I've done my first session and I've never looked back. I absolutely love the club. So, Becca, Glasgow Raptors, boys have got bigger numbers, yes. but there's only three of you within the female side. Uh -huh. So you need to entice more females into this. How are you going to bring them in? This kind of community, it's just everyone is so welcoming. Like from the females to the males, like I've then joined the touch team. Yeah. I've then also joined in with the male team <laughs> with training stuff because I just I don't want it to go. <laughs> yeah. So we need more women. <laughs> so Connor, let's talk about the Glasgow Raptors. Yeah, let's do it. That first session, what was the, the, the feelings in the lead up to that and then afterwards? Yeah, yeah so I'd never done rugby before, yeah. um, never really been part of team sport, so I was really, really nervous for my first session. My dad was dropping me off and I almost didn't like turn up to the park yeah. because I was so nervous. I just had this image in my head, it was going to be all these like really ultra-masculine, really, like, hench guys that yeah. weren't going to be very friendly. And, yeah, it was the total opposite. Yeah. It was so welcoming. It was just such a, a chill environment. Yeah. And, yeah, I just made fast friends. Like, everyone was really easy to talk to. Like, her coach was really approachable as well. And there was loads of other people like me yeah. as well turning up to that first session. So, the Glasgow Raptors and Loop Sport, what is the aim? And what, what's the ethos behind that? Basically, it's just to get more of our community in, into sport and physically active to improve their mental and their physical health as well. 
obviously there's been a lot of exclusion in the past and currently is, particularly in the LGBT community, more so for our trans and non-binary community members as well. But it's just like doing that work to get people into sport. But yeah, it's just, you know, bringing everyone with you to get more of the community into sport. Connor, five years ago, when you first started to where the club is now, let's talk about how Glasgow Raptors is different. Yeah, so a lot of different things. So when I started... We were probably a team between 25 and 30. And sometimes you'd come to training sessions and there would be like five people on a really, really bad day. And now it's it's really, really uncommon for us to have like, say, less than 25. We had such a boom over COVID, which was a bit strange, actually. I guess people were just really keen to get back into some form of socialisation and fitness. And in terms of the inclusiveness of it as well, we started the Raptors as a men's union rugby team. But now we've like formed a ladies team and also a touch rugby team as well. And with touch rugby, like gender isn't a barrier to yeah. it. Um, so that's been really, really rewarding. It's just seen like the club grow massively, and I hope that we can continue, you know, to do that and just promote inclusion as far as possible. No, absolutely, it's fantastic what you're doing here. And just before we round up, Monroe. What's the best thing that you do here? We play friendlies through last season, but what I'm most excited for is the games, actually playing more games against more local teams in, in Glasgow and the west of Scotland. I'm really excited for that because yeah. uh, we can show we, we can play hard, but also have a good time as well. Today's usually about 7pm, Tuesdays and Thursdays. If you're interested in coming along, just give the Glasgow Raptors RFC Instagram like a message or the Facebook message and our and our uh, committee members will pipe that up there. Great chatting to you. <laughs> thank you. No, 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 thanks thank very you. much. Thank you. Wish you all the best for the future. Cool. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. This is Get Active Glasgow, brought to you by Glasgow Life. Discover a sport or activity that helps you lead a healthier life. Over 12,000 people in Scotland are diagnosed with Parkinson's and the condition is a progressive disorder that affects the nervous system and the parts of the body controlled by the nerves. Research into Parkinson's has shown that sport can help improve living with this condition. The team at Drumchapel Sports Centre run table tennis sessions for people living with Parkinson's and we went along to one of these sessions to find out more. Okay, Terry, so where did the idea Parkinson table tennis came in? So this fertility's been here 50 years. In the last couple of years, they've been after COVID, there've been a lot of different groups appeared here and one of the People, Brian, came here just to our 50-plus club in the morning, started playing, and he asked me, could he get a couple of tables up the back for a couple of his friends who've got Parkinson's, because Brian's got Parkinson's. So the first week, we get 18 turned up. Wow. Right? So all in, we'll get about 30 on a regular basis. We've now got the first ever Parkinson's Open, Scottish Open, where we get people from Portugal, Germany, Chile, all yep. coming to play in it at the end of the month in Inverclyde. Wow. So it's been a magnificent success thing. The people who've got Parkinson's come to this session, but they also go to other sessions over Glasgow to be inclusive. Yeah, so they, just, they play table tennis. It's not just about a Parkinson's club. Yeah. It's just a get-together where they, they have a social time as well. It's to get them active. And you see the progression of them in them playing and their movement, the difference in getting physical education, yeah. getting moving. Some of them was done level one UKCC so they can teach as well. So there's lots of different levels of it. Yeah. And I think table tennis is just another gear for people to get active and do something. So Joanne, if you hadn't found this, mm-hmm. where do you think you would be with your Parkinson's? Well, it's actually lovely. One of the nice things is meeting like-minded people that are on the Parkinson's journey and doing so well. It's helped my, like, my fine motor skills as yeah. well, and with balance and 
the, the kind of the positives really outweigh anything else. It's, it's very difficult to put into words just what, what the whole table tennis thing means to somebody with Parkinson's. It's right. fabulous. Perry, how does it feel to coach these sessions and, and see the difference that's happening on people's lives? A lot of people don't notice themselves until they play a bit of competition and then they see, oh, I'm actually OK at this now. At the beginning, they can't hold the bat, they can't play. But it, it just, it's mind-boggling what they're getting out of it. Joanne, along your journey here, who's been inspirational for you? I've got to say Terry. You've got to say Terry. Yeah, otherwise. Um, but I think everybody's inspirational in their own way. Like today, when um, I, I turned up here, I was having a pretty bad morning, Parkinson's-wise. Yeah. And as soon as you're in amongst other people and you start playing, you kind of forget about Parkinson's and just really get on with um, playing table tennis. So, Brian, how do you feel knowing that there's communities here for you? I, I love coming here. I love seeing the, the smiles and the faces. Yeah. Everyone that comes here has a great time. It's a big, big support um, in terms of... One of, one of the difficult things about exercise is if you try and do it on your own, it's really hard sometimes to motivate yourself, particularly with Parkinson's. If you've had a bad night or your yeah. symptoms are getting on top of you, maybe your medication's wearing off. But, but knowing that I've got something regular, it's a good motivator. The thing with Parkinson's is everybody's different. I yeah. mean, you, you'll have seen today there's different ranges of movement and symptoms, but my mantra is if we, if we can get you at the end of a table tennis table with a bat in your hand, you'll enjoy it and you'll have fun. But I've, I've played with wheelchair players as well. Yeah. So it, it's not, we're not looking for the next Olympic champion. We're just giving people something that gives them some physical, mental and social benefit and they have some fun. So if they want to try it and they've got Parkinson's, please come along. Terry, so what does this club mean to you? Well, obviously I'm here seven days a week for seven in the morning, 11 at night. It means everything. I love here, I love here. A lot of people just don't understand what I get out of it. All these people here. That's the way the club's all run. We'll get music on, we're all friendly. There's, there's, never, there's never any arguments, because they argue the two of them's got to come and see me. So we don't let that happen. We keep that away. <laughs> it's been awesome chatting to you, yeah. Terry, and I, I wish you and the club all the best for the near future. Thank you. Thank you for coming out. This is Get Active Glasgow, brought to you by Glasgow Life. Everyone deserves a great Glasgow life. Discover the benefits that sport and physical activity can bring to your life. So, that's almost it for this episode of Get Active Glasgow. No matter who you are, there's an inclusive sport for you right here in Glasgow. Not only could getting involved help you lead a healthier life, it can also help you get out there and meet new people. If you want to find out about any of the activities featured on Get Active Glasgow, then visit glasgolife.org.uk forward slash ECOS. Glasgow is the European capital of sport for 2023, celebrating all things sport and physical activity in the city and encouraging you to get active. Join us next time on Get Active Glasgow when we'll be looking at alternative sports available across the city so you can try something new. And remember, let's get active, Glasgow. Vitality classes are specially designed for people living with a range of medical or long-term conditions, have had a fall or are at risk of falling, or find that a lack of strength and balance is impacting on daily life. The programme, which has four different levels of classes, has been designed in partnership with NHS Rehab Physios to ensure individuals with various medical conditions can have their individual needs met in a safe and effective community class setting. Supportive and highly qualified instructors work closely with participants to enable 
them to work at a level that is suitable for their ability and support them to gain confidence in managing their condition while being active. Health walks are free community walks which last around an hour, are sociable and often take in a park or green space along the way. They're led by trained volunteers who are there to welcome walkers and manage the pace to suit all participants. They're a great way to get a little more active, socialise and enjoy nature in the company and safety of others. To find out more, go to glasgolife.org.uk slash sport slash good hyphen move. This link can also be found in our show notes.